Hello, 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 guys. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia, and I welcome you all uh, to a brand new week, uh, fresh discussion and everything. Um, I have to apologize to our viewers on YouTube. The last two podcasts have been audio only. Uh, we're in process of also getting those files on YouTube. That's my bad, and we'll get them on it. But we're back to doing video podcasts, and we're back to doing the type of podcast you absolutely love, which is hardcore political podcast. podcast and with me i have um, the perfect guest for it uh, columnist uh, author po- i would also say poet because i know he writes a lot of and fellow caffeine lover <laughs> avtans kumar <laughs> joining me from a very cold morning in chicago how are you avtans namaste i'm good thank you thanks and for uh, I- having me on the show and avtans and i have interacted so many times i never even realized this is his first mind podcast uh, appearance or something and um, and i mean you know may this be a series of many more to come in the weeks to come so we absolutely want... i mean this is there i durustai there i durustai there i durustai and one part of avtans's identity that i deliberately did not introduce was that he is a he is a bihari right and who better to get a a bihari voice who has been writing and observing bihar politics for the last 2 3 decades almost to talk about the elections in bihar because this is a very watershed moment in the history of bihar um lalu prasad yadav the the three huge leaders of uh, bihar or four huge leaders if you count sushil modi in the through the late last 15 years were ramvilas paswan nitish kumar uh sushil modi lalu prasad yadav lalu is in jail nitish kumar is a very in a very weakened sort of uh, political uh, state his political capital has considerably diminished uh, compared to what it was in 2009 uh, ramvilas paswan unfortunately passed away uh, a few days ago and uh, sushil modi is was the deputy cm of um, nitish kumar seen a, a very famous f- familiar bjp voice but are we also going to see a change of guard where bjp starts projecting newer faces as the cm candidates so it could happen that an era of bihar politics is coming to an end with this election and maybe next election might be uh, you know all new faces so we will talk about that we'll talk about a little bit about the legacy of ramvilas paswan because avtans wrote a fantastic piece on ramvilas paswan one of the most um, uh, the weather vanes of indian politics is a very lazy description because he is a weather vane but he is also probably uh, someone who had the foresight to know which way the wind was blowing right so that was the thing which I, now that i think about it is a definition of a weather vane but we'll discuss why i said <laughs> it was a little bit more than weather vane and the last part we'll uh, because we are getting close to the business end of the us elections with two weeks to go so every single podcast that we talk about even though we pick up other issues we will have a segment on the american elections so it's going to be a good 40 minutes of discussion and uh, i'll 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 leave the floor to avtans first uh, can you give us a brief our listeners viewers a brief overview of what to look out in bihar elections where do you think it's heading and how will the next month go uh, once again adit bhai thank you for having me on your show and it's an absolute pleasure like i said there i durustai and hopefully we <laughs> will continue with this kind of uh, dialogue uh, in future um i am a bihari born and raised in patna so i'm a khati bihari <laughs> kati patania so um uh, so and uh, very much rooted there uh, we still have our family house there and uh, my parents used to live there not, until not too long ago until they became uh, you know old age caught up with them and then the, they're living with my uh, younger brothers in delhi area uh-huh. so otherwise i used to go Oh, every time I would go to India, I would go to Patna straight away. So oh, oh. I'm very much connected with Patna, and uh, Patna has been my Karn Bhumi for a long while. Mm-hmm. So that said, uh, there are lots of unknowns in this election as far as Bihar is concerned. Mm-hmm. First, uh, one of the biggest thing is that we are one of the in, in Bihar. This is one of the biggest election going on uh, in the in the midst of pandemic. I mean, we can talk about New Zealand election, but New Zealand is, uh, you know, 4.8 million people. The whole country. Bihar is about 99 million 
So Patna itself is about 2 million. So you can get the scale of the election that we are going through. And uh, you have to give uh, the Prime Minister Modi credit for not postponing. He could, he had that option of, uh, you know, having and, and, and he was in government. So, so yeah, absolutely. It, it was not like he was in opposition and, you know, the, he was in government. He, they could have actually right. ruled the state for six more months and, and no one would six have per se. Right. And then that, that says a lot about the character of uh, Prime Minister Modi. I mean, he's New Zealand Prime Minister. Did, she did postpone the election. Uh, initially, uh, so I'm just 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 bringing it for perspective here. So it is a lot of unknowns, uh, and uh, that's that's one of the first one. And like you rightly mentioned earlier, and we'll talk about uh, uh, that a little later, as you said, Rambilas Paswan, he has been one of the uh, stumb of Bihar politics for a long time. I mean, uh, since let's say 1977. Hmm. Uh, so, and uh, like you say, weather man, and uh, I remember Dharm Weir, Dharm Patrika Atiti, Hindi me, not pale. So in that there was used to there was a poem long time ago, and that's it, it basically said that oh, uh, Ram Vilas Pasman is a kind of politician, joki hamesha betting team mein rehte hain. The cricket ke match mein hamesha betting team pe rehte hain. Aur jab jab sorry, jab unka fielding ka time aata hai, time aata hai. <laughs> so some some uh, young car had written a Hindi poem on that. Right. So so that's another factor. Right. And the third factor uh, is Laluji, as you mentioned, is mm-hmm. not on the scene. Mm-hmm. That makes uh, the the situation all the more very interesting because this is for the first time mm-hmm. in let's say since uh, you know uh, the. Late seventies, eighties, when Lalu Yadav is not on the political scene, campaigning and all that. So that's a very that puts uh, uh, puts a very interesting twist on the Bihar election. So to give our to give our listeners just some perspective, there are two hundred and forty three Vidhan Sabha seats in Bihar, and uh, they need about one hundred and twenty two for a simple majority. Uh, if if I were to just you know uh, uh, tell BJP and JDU last time had a very big I think JDU had about seventy eight or so sort of seats and BJP had about six fifty eight if I'm not mistaken and the by elections could have changed um, the thing now what one thing to remember is last time JDU fought in an alliance with uh, Lalu Prasad RJD RJD and yes. Congress. And BJP fought yes. in an alliance with Ramilas Paswan and uh, Upendra Kushwaha and others. And Jitanam Manji. And Jitanam Manji, yes. Uh, Hindustan yes. Awami Murcha. Yeah. How I remember, uh, my podcast listeners yeah. will know that I, I, I am a treasure trove of bizarre facts that no one gives a damn about. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Hindustani Awami Murcha, now he's on um, the side of Lalu, I think. Because he wants... Uh, no. Aja, back to Nitish now. Yes. He's, he's in India. Aja, sorry. He's, he's in India. India. He was with Lalu about two years ago. Yeah, right. For 2000, right. 2019 elections. I'm sorry. That's that's some. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Upendra Kushwaha is not in NDA though. No, he's not. And BJP uh, is in ND, is not in NDA. Ramilas Paswan, of course, was the only minister, but unfortunately, he passed away. So the split is complete. But uh, Ch- uh, Chirag Paswan sometimes I think places Narendra Modi more publicly than even some of the JDU leaders do. And JDU is an official So it's a, it's a very interesting contest where JDU is, fight, JDU is fighting LJP, RJD and Congress on the seats it is contesting. But BJP is not mm-hmm. fighting LJP. BJP is only fighting mm-hmm. Congress and that. And ultimately the, the debate right now here is what if BJP overtakes JDU to become the single largest party? Will that mm-hmm. mean that Nitish is... Amit Shah has said that Nitish will still be the CM of uh, Bihar. But who knows right. three years from now? Right, right. And it's, I mean, you know, as it thinks stands now, I think the BJP is contesting 120 seats hmm. or 21 seats, just one or two seats less than uh, our, uh, JDU. Right. Okay. So even if they did all the seats, hmm. they will still need somebody 
to form a government okay uh but the, the that's that's very interesting uh, what you said is in chirag paswan the mm-hmm. inheritor of ramvilas paswan ji's legacy now mm-hmm. the ljp mm-hmm. that is part of nda mm-hmm. in center mm-hmm. but not part of nda in bihar they are contesting elections separately but there is a kink to it yeah right but they are not fielding candidates against bjp <laughs> okay and they are fielding candidates pretty much everywhere where jdu is available absolutely so that will be that will be very interesting and uh, i think i have some kind of a breakdown here where uh, let's see just uh, um so bjp versus rjd the contest is 61 they are fighting each other on 61 seats like you said we have 243 or something like that mm-hmm. bjp versus congress is 37 seats okay bjp versus cpi ml is 8 seats mm-hmm. bjp versus cpi is 3 mm-hmm. and uh, cpm is 1 Well, CPI ML is Marxist Leninist. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There are too many. Uh, JDU Wait, versus uh, RJD is 71. Like okay. I, like I so I'll, I'll let you finish and then I'll complete. How huh? go on? Okay. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So just quickly, yeah. So no, no, take your time, JDU yeah. versus RJD is 71. Ah. JDU versus Congress is 20. Hmm. JDU versus CPI uh, ML is 10. JDU versus CPI is 3 and JDU versus CPM is 3. Yeah. Okay. And uh where is that? LJP. Okay. So you can see this is the breakdown and wherever uh JDU is of, is the as uh, contesting mm-hmm. LJP is there too. Lovely. So this is this is fascinating, and, and what I was trying to say is there are more uh, factions of CPI uh, in India than the number number of seats that they actually win in the parliament. Of the, <laughs> yes, the yes. Uh, um, I but, think they are in, on the verge of being de recognized as national national party. I think, mean, right? yeah, it it was uh, one yeah. would say that's fifteen years too late, but maybe uh, sure, maybe not fifteen. Yeah. Let's say ten yeah. years too late because two thousand four they did end up winning a few seats. Uh, right. but, Uh, but since then the decline has been uh, very clear so do you think people like kanaiya kumar and all are going to campaign quite vociferously in support of the alliance or something or are they only going to limit people like kanaiya kumar in his seats in the cpi seats i don't see i don't see kanaiya kumar making any much impact any impact in bihar you oh, know um, I, I, no 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 i let me qualify my question i absolutely yeah. agree with that I don't think he's relevant at all. But still, since mm-hmm. him campaigning makes news in Delhi, do you think he mm-hmm. should use him as a campaigner? Um, I don't know. Maybe CPI, uh, CPI ML uh, will do. But the RJD last time, if I remember correctly, they didn't allow him to campaign. You mm-hmm. know, uh, actually, they put a con- they put a candidate against him, right? Yeah. Uh, he was he came in third. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, Singh, all I those people one, are. I forget who. Yeah, yeah. Girira yeah. Singh won, and RJD was the second, and Kanaya was third. Oh. Um, but, but you know, Bihar politics is so complex, mm-hmm. um, and it it defies every logic and every kind of projection and uh, those kind of things that you make. Uh, of what it boils down to, nobody knows. Uh, people used to say that. Oh, caste politics, uh, but if you look at the 2019 election, that didn't, didn't work out as much as people thought. You know, yeah. um, one of the very uh, knowledgeable ex-journalist friend of mine, uh, I was talking to him the other day, and he mentioned that uh, the new factor that has emerged in Bihar politics mm-hmm. is the. electoral gender divide that he calls gender and divide. gender divide hmm. so not the caste divide and not the religious divide or if they are they are uh, very insignificant now but uh-huh. he is saying that uh, gender divide female uh-huh. ladies are voting more 
and voting more emphatically and sometimes voting differently than their male counterparts. Uh Uh, It was pretty obvious. Uh, In general, we saw last 2019 election, Uh women participation was kind of, I think, if I'm not wrong, it was all time high in all India level. Uh And Bihar was not an exception on that either. Uh, So, uh, and there are are reasons for that. One of the reasons is uh, people don't like uh, prohibition in general, male counterparts, uh-huh. but it, it is a very popular thing among women. Uh-huh. Uh, and there are not just the economic, and there are multiple factors uh, affecting that, uh-huh. uh, you know, that decision by women uh-huh. that, that they, are, they, they like the prohibition overall because it gives them a lot of flexibility uh-huh. um, societally, socially, economically as well, and independence and empowerment as well. Uh-huh. Um, uh, some of the schemes of the prime minister, uh, like uh, Ujwala and uh, you know the light, the Bijli and all that, that has changed tremendously uh, the life, uh, the lifestyle and uh, of, of women folks in India, you know. Uh-huh. Now, people have uh, gas cylinder and things like that. So that has changed the total uh, demographics of people who vote. And obviously we have the young people, mm-hmm. you know, so that will be a big uh, factor Correct. to see how, how mm-hmm. that will Absolutely. be a X factor. Absolutely. And also, um, one of the factors is a lot of people who came back during pandemic from wherever they were working, not everybody's back, mm-hmm. back to the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are there and what impact they will have on the election. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the unknowns that I was, start, I was talking about mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So, but let's, let's, let's get to the whole uh, sort of Tejasvi debate, right? So Lalu's mm-hmm. legacy is now being rep- because the reason is the reason why we are even having this discussion is most people are saying that the Bihar election is not completely done and dusted and Nitish is facing some sort of anti-incumbency. Now, again, mm-hmm. except for two years was Jitaram Manji was the CM of Bihar from or two and a half, uh, one and a half, I think from 2014 to 2015. Um, mm-hmm. Nitish has virtually ruled Bihar uh, from 2005, October to mm-hmm. um, 2020, uh, uh, December, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if he wins mm-hmm. five more years. So 13 and a half years of rule uh, and 15 years of JDU rule, uh, two without BJP, 13 with BJP. What do you reckon is happening? Like what, uh, do you think there is anti-incumbency at district level? Or do you think there is some sort of a fatigue factor with the ministers also? Because they are they are leaders and ministers that they have repeatedly seen. Uh, in in my in my deliberations with my friends and family, I have a lot of family in Bihar and all over. Uh, um, see, there is incumbency uh, factor always, but now you have to compare what you had five ten years ago mm-hmm. to what you have now how far we have come, how far Bihar has come uh, over a period of time when, uh, when you know, it, it, it shames me to say that the law and order did not exist. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> kidnapping was an industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, the irony of it, that was the main industry in Bihar where you can make money by kidnapping people. People had... Uh, marrying age boys, they would send out mm-hmm. so that they don't kidnap and marry them. Those kind of things, you know, yeah. and the, forget about the migration uh, to outside of Bihar for education and jobs and things right. like that. Mm-hmm. So from there, we have uh, make, made a big stride. Are we perfect? No, mm-hmm. probably not. Definitely not, I would yeah. say. But uh, two factors have definitely increased. One is the law and order. It's not perfect, but it's much better because you have to compare from what you are voting for. Hmm. And and we saw a glimpse of it when RJD was in power back again for a short period of time. Hmm. So it, it was back to a square one. So Nitish, for his, uh, you know, credit, he has uh, 
curtailed crime and those kind of things. And the benchmark has shifted, right? So the bench, yeah. like, and now it's similar to the situation that I always talk to people in Gujarat about that mm-hmm. Gujarati who vo- who has been voting since the last election since two thousand seventeen has not actually been in a non BJP government in Gujarat because the last Congress mm-hmm. government uh, was ninety seven. And from '98 to 2017, which is 19 years and now more, is is been BJP. So in Bihar too, the first time voters of this time would have been three or four when Nitish became the first uh, the CM. So they don't remember Absolutely. even someone who was like a six or seven, right? Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know 2000 to 2005 was also a jungle raj, but '95 mm-hmm. to 2000 was absolutely horrendous. Like those five yeah. years. When you had two and a half years of Lalu and two and a half years of Rabadi mm-hmm. after the, he had to resign over the fodder scam was absolutely awful in Bihar in terms of security. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is, 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 a, is a thing. I remember people would tell me that they would not go out to movies and watch the shows after 6 p.m. Would, is that true? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they are, it is very true. I mean, people will never go to a night show, you yeah. know. The 9 p.m. show for there's no, I mean, the shopping places used to be closed, and uh, you know, there was nobody. My dad would tell me that he he had to travel in the 90s through parts of Bihar, and his agents would come to pick him up for business, like you know, the local Mm -hmm. agent. And he's like, if it was after 4 30, 5 o'clock, he's like, not for (laughs) anything else. But if someone tried to rob him at the railway station while he was waiting, Mm -hmm. he had some sort of an arm protection. So yeah, that yeah, is yeah. how bad it was. Uh, it was. The situation was. It was. 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Right. yeah. And the uh, other factor in some improvement in infrastructure also. I mean, not some. I would say, uh, I would argue a great improvement mm-hmm. in infrastructure. Uh, some of it is directly to related to center, mm-hmm. like Bijli, gas, and all. But uh, let's say road, I remember uh, there was a time when uh, Sri Laluji used to say that we will not be able to make a lot of money. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, the, the, I mean, so no, that he, was a he, factor. No, no, you are only talking about half the statement. He also made another half statement on Om Puri, but I'm not going to repeat yeah. that because right. I'm, an, I'm a right. fan of Om Puri and it was a very offensive statement right. what he made. Right. But Avatans right. knows what I'm talking but, about. <laughs> right, yeah. But, but you know, that that says a lot about the situation at the time that even Lalu Ji wanted to make Bihar ki sadak, Now, it has improved a lot. Their uh, network has improved. The quality of roads have in, uh, improved. And that that is that that says a lot about the Nitish Kumar government. Hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but so so coming to the last part, and then we'll go to the, ad, the legacy of Ramila's past one. If if elections were to held, be held today, do you think the ND will come to power, or do you think they will struggle to come to power? I think I think NDA will uh, come to power. I think NDA will sail through easily. Um, the most uh, speculation that is going on uh, in people people are talking about is what after you know will it be Nitishji? Mm. Because remember, uh, JDU doesn't have a minister. It's a it's an NDA uh, partner, but mm-hmm. in center they don't have a minister. Mm. So and also talking to some of the people on the ground, I can say that. Uh, uh, they are looking for some change of face in mm-hmm. leadership, mm-hmm. people on the ground as well. Mm-hmm. And knowing the working style of Prime Minister Modi and Amit Shah, where they have always sprung new faces as surprise as mm-hmm. chief ministers, mm-hmm. in case BJP gets the most numbers of seat, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that uh, we will see a surprise you as the so? new... I think so. Okay. And um, Nitish Ji may, you know, decide that I'm, uh, you know, it's like had enough. I mean, so I have what can you do after theory. 15 years? No, no, no. I have what a, can you do after 15 years of being a chief minister? I, I have a conspiracy theory because right now there is no NDA minister in the center except for Ramdas Athavale, who really doesn't have any mm. seats in the Lok Sabha uh, because mm. he's only in the Rajasthan, mm. right? Mm. Union minister. 
do you think there is a chance if if in case uh, um, uh, what's his name uh, nitish comes to uh, uh, nitish comes you know close to power uh, has 15 20 seats less than bjp then bjp says okay mm. we make our guy the chief minister but we'll give mm. him a very plump portfolio as the cabinet minister mm. in center but then that mm. would mean he would have to work under the cabinet of narendra modi <laughs> so do you yeah. think that is possible or that is not possible well well like they say in politics everything is possible after all itna preface bana ke nahi karenge stage pe nahi baithenge and i you know he's there with narendra modi so you know who not much we have to say no no absolutely ultimately he's there but i'm saying this is a conspiracy theory but in conclusion i think i tend to align myself with avtans i think it is very unlikely to see nda losing power what is more likely to happen is because of the lgp factor now you have the trifecta in the especially in certain districts uh, around hajipur jamui all those areas where lgp is strong um about 35 40 seats where lgp can actually make an impact um, i mean yeah. i'm being a little conservative maybe it's 25 30 but basically that's mm. the number and if if they can and if that is the difference by which nitish actually doesn't come get the high single get to become the single largest party that's sort of the wild mm. so if you really want me to tell you in one line what numbers am i going to look at bihar i will not be looking nda versus upa because i think nda will win i will be looking at nda versus nda who will get more seats jp or jdu yeah yeah the, the 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 election i i kind of agree with you yeah i kind of agree with you on that but let me ask you one question ha <laughs> are dangerous dangerous <laughs> so if you know if bjp does do a lot better mm-hmm. than uh, jdu mm-hmm. do you think sushil modi will be the face i doubt it okay because he's i think we are on the same close. wavelength he is perceived to be too close to nitish kumar and if it's a bjp raj or something uh, i think it will be it will be something so nityanand rai is an interesting option because he is a yadav mm-hmm. face if i'm not mistaken and that would also mm-hmm. counter some of the lalu votes because a lot of those mm-hmm. uh, lalu votes the yadav obc votes some part of it came to bjp in the mm-hmm. lok sabha because they saw bjp mm-hmm. as a better i mean otherwise ramkripal yadav would not have won the way he did from pataliputra Mm-hmm. yeah and so, uh, that brings that brings an important uh, aspect of that this election that uh, you know uh, that we haven't talked about is that if we need have a new face uh, in from bjp who and if that who is again a big question will that be from obc or upper caste Hmm, hmm. I mean you you cannot take the cast out of jati out of uh, bihar politics that hmm. easily um but again knowing the working style of prime minister modi you never know mm-hmm. but you you have to make that calculation as well yeah absolutely because there's not two yeah so so that that's that's the thing but you also think there'll be another face in bihar like a new face yes yes absolutely yes so <laughs> so that's that's a that's a good point uh, to which and i'm just looking at the bihar numbers like when the counting is happening it's going to be in december mm-hmm. uh, maybe afghans mm-hmm. and i will do another podcast before when we get the opinion polls and stuff and we'll certainly bring you the analysis and the results uh, and there'll mm-hmm. be a panel you know we'll get shwetank and all that. it's going to be a fun discussion so uh, it's going to be a absolutely uh, yeah and and last time afghans and shwetank went head to head with the 2019 lok sabha numbers I, I want to see them go head to head with their Bihar numbers and see. I'm not. We were pretty close. They both beat me. <laughs> yes, we were both. Swetang Bai was almost perfect. Almost was perfect. Few numbers off, but uh-huh. I would say it was okay. It was pretty it was okay. good. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. the last second part of the podcast. Um, 2005. Uh, so there are two major, major uh, three major events I would like to quote. One is uh, 2002. where ramvilas paswan was a sitting minister in the vajpayee government and then quit the government joined the upa year later in 2004 he gets five six seats on his own and becomes the cm in the uh, becomes a cabinet minister in the sonia gandhi government 
come to 2005 february where manmohan singh government manmohan singh i mean sorry for the faux pas i mean but, yeah. but technically upa was a sonia gandhi government since he was the chairperson yes. but you are right glad for the correction yes. बट वो क्या वो सॉन्ग क्या है कि समझ समझने वाले समझ गए ना समझ गए अनाड़ी है अनाड़ी है सो कमिंग टू फेब्रुवरी 2005 द बिहार इलेक्शंस हैपेंड द एनडीए इज जस्ट शॉर्ट ऑफ मेजॉरिटी एंड एंड द यूपीए इज अ लिटिल शॉर्ट ऑफ द एनडीए बट रामविलास पासवान गेट्स अबाउट 29 टू 30 सीट्स एंड ही इज द इन द पोजीशन ऑफ किंग मेकर rather than supporting the upa with whom he was in alliance in the lok sabha he decides that i am going to count my horses and get like probably 40 seats in the next election and go he mm-hmm. waits for 6 months and then bjp and jdu come storm back to power even though the governor tried to do what he did but anyways he came to power and ramvilas paswan was ousted from the bihar politics 2009 ele- lok sabha elections is probably the first time he picked a losing side where he was defeated by an 89 year old ramsundar das from hajipur yes. and the first time he lost mm-hmm. his seat but then mm-hmm. something incredible happens in 2013 burying the hatchet with the bjp he is one of the first people to rejoin the nda and almost sort of creates a flutter that the weather vane has pointed towards narendra modi are we missing mm-hmm. you know see the larger picture and he was proven right he got six out of seven seats that he contested the highest he's ever got like my joke was ramvilas paswan by himself got more seats than samajwadi party and bahujan samaj party combined in 2014 and right and and then he became the he becomes the cabinet minister and of course from there you have here but pre- before that i'm going to go to avtan sent to talk a bit about his 90s avtar so how do you view ramvilas paswan see uh, ramvilas paswan came up on the scene in 1977 janta during janta time mm-hmm. janta party time mm-hmm. and i remember i was not even 10 at that time but i remember hearing his name hajipur i have lots of my uh, family members from my dad's side live in hajipur so we used to go to hajipur very often uh, and i have a close connection with hajipur mm. and i remember hearing this ramvilas paswan uh, who was in jail during the emergency pretty much the entire time he was in jail Mm-hmm. he was part of the jp movement and uh, just like uh, other young uh, uh, turks at that time you can say even lalu ji was uh, part of that uh, uh, movement and mm-hmm. lalu ji did uh, live not too far away from where i grew up so, so i know exactly yeah um, so you know he he wins the election i mean i'm sure definitely it was a big uh, wave janta wave mm-hmm. but to win on those days mm. of of more than 4 lakh votes he got 90% of the votes really and at that time i yeah he got ni- close to 89 something percent of vote he got at that time mm-hmm. and i remember that was the uh, some kind of uh, you know record mm-hmm. uh, uh, so that's when he came up on the scene hmm. and then you know he, then, then like you said he never weathered away never went away he hmm. was there he was always relevant and he always picked the right side at the right time hmm. and pe- people call him weatherman for nothing and people call him weatherman not for nothing not so right. yeah <laughs> but he you know for whatever his uh, political capital that he carried hmm. um you can call it uh, maybe sometimes it was cosmetic because for being dalit uh, you know he carried some weight and uh, he never became irrelevant and that, he was young and er- that is the most incredible part for someone yeah. who's always never been gone more than 5 or 6 seats lok in lok sabha mm. 30 40 mm. mlit seats he was never out he had his yeah. support so i mean even mayavati the the mm. enigmatic mayavati was have was reduced to zero seats but they zero. did not reduce yeah. pass 1 to 0 zero yeah yeah and I mean, you, they, you know you have to give they did once in 2009 but what? you know what i mean yeah sorry right right 
And you have to give him credit uh, because it's not that, uh, you know, people, it's not that he was from a dynasty or anything from a big family or anything. He, he came up from his own. And uh, I remember reading about him somewhere that uh, he made it to the Bihar police. Uh, he took a you know Bihar Public Service Commission exam uh-huh. that uh, recruits uh, DSP or something like that those kind of posts. Right. So he was uh, he was selected in that, and he I think he had tweeted some time ago, and he said that oh one of my friends asked me, "Kya government mein banenge ya servant banenge?" <laughs> yeah, I think it's 1969 sometime, uh-huh. and. He, then he says that that's when I decided I want to be the government, not the uh, government servant. Uh, and who would have thought? Who would have thought the person who was the perennial weather vane of Indian politics would become the closest ally of Narendra Modi post 2013? I mean, the Shiv Sena and the Akali Dal moved out, but the LJP yeah. did. That is the most yeah. incredible right. part. Right, right. And he, you know, I, I also know people who have worked with him very closely, not as a politician, but as a bureaucrat. Yeah. Uh, one of my closest friends worked with him in the food processing uh, department, FCI, yeah. uh, not food processing, uh, Food Corporation of India, yeah. FCI. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he's all praise for him that he is a very ground, uh, rooted, grounded uh, person uh, as a politician uh, he is very thoughtful also mm-hmm. he was very thoughtful also mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know he took care of his people mm-hmm. very well interesting very interesting yeah. legacy uh, i think yes. we we must say that uh, you know um, uh, may his family you know be very uh, like may god yes. give strength to overcome this loss and stuff absolutely and prayers absolutely. for absolutely and a politician i have a lot of disagreements with him uh, yes of course the whole concept of the vote bank politics and what him and lalu did in 2009 the way they campaigned was quite pathetic he came back uh, sort of to things to his origins after they they completely lost the election because they had somehow thought that we'll bring make this Muslim Dalit Yadav vote bank to uh, break and you know play up the caste divisions and the religious lines and pander to the Muslims and stuff the extremists and 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 kind of that did live a dink on his career he realized though that that's not how his future was going to work so he took a completely different line in 2013 and uh, mm-hmm. it seems to be following on it that where if the mm-hmm. politics is back to an identity politics or positive identity politics rather than a negative identity politics mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. me being against this I'm pro this right and that is the mm-hmm. sort of difference again I'm not right. complimenting or uh, criticizing or whatever mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of mm-hmm. it but that's just my analysis of what has happened and then something to say about to be said about his character is the way he raised his child also i mean you see the class difference between chirag and uh, let's say some other of his compatriots you know <laughs> yeah, that does seem to have a connect with the car. so that's what i'm that's what i'm very intrigued to right. see that a lot of people and compare have... him with uh, you know some other people in behind. oh yeah just look up Tej Pratap the other pictures online and you'll know what we are talking about <laughs> so um Chirag Paswan, though, a lot of people suggested why doesn't he merge with the BJP, but I, I think he's trying to test out his metal to see if there is. Ultimately, we might see that happening um, uh, with that merger with BJP or something. But uh, right mm-hmm. now, I think it's it's a test a test of metal and rather do it now when Nitish is the face mm-hmm. than, rather than four mm-hmm. years from now when Modi is the face. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a sort of discussion. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Go on. No, I was just going to say that he's very articulate and all that, but is he a Ranvilas Pasawan? Yeah. We don't know. And I have doubts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he may have get some sympathy votes right now, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he, I don't think he's there like Ranvilas yeah. Pasawan. At, at least not yet. Maybe maybe he's not there yet. But whether he gets not there, there yet. remains to be seen. Yeah. So, right. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, perfect time to wrap up the Bihar edition of the podcast. And in our last edition, mm-hmm. 
we go to the illinois texas edition of the podcast and try to look at the uh, um, us elections um uh, I, i'm going to do a shameless plug here because so many people have asked me about indian american votes uh, i i i saw sadanand dhume write an awful piece on uh, uh, based on milan vaishnav's uh, survey the reason i say is an awful piece is i've written a twitter thread please go and talk uh, apart from baseless they have called name calling where he called my analysis navel gazing he couldn't Uh, rebut the specific point as and i understand because uh, folks like dhume and all who are in dc refuse to take on their friends who are in different foundations who publish these surveys so i don't think he could publicly take on ask even one question on milan's survey milan survey and so mm. much for freedom of expression right because dhume's piece starts with it saying the most indian americans are in california um Uh, Pennsylvania, or basically New York, New Jersey, uh, California, Pennsylvania, Texas, and he's like the uh, uh, and you have to look at the Indian Americans elsewhere. Now my point was that you say this, but your survey actually talks about uh, more than half the respondents are, or around half the respondents are from California, Texas, Jersey, New York, and even in Texas. Although it's a Republican state, the urban cities do tend to vote Democratic. So, isn't this survey just over-representing the Democratic hold? And it may be there mm-hmm. might be a seventy-thirty divide. But you have to really look at the survey in swing states. So he's like, "Oh, Indians mm-hmm. are in less percent. It won't matter." And I'm like, "Guys, Indians are within the margin of victory in Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida. Wouldn't that matter?" Yes. Of course, he didn't have a single response to this. because again right. that would be questioning his friends numbers which he didn't want to do right so uh, right so 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 that's my thing so alton's where do you see this happening going see you know like in national surveys people if you if you look at the 2016 election right hmm. going well late into the night hmm. of the election day itself uh-huh. we knew that hillary clinton was going to win with 90 percent or more chances of winning right right and so that tells you uh people that they were talking to either they were not talking to the right people or the people that they were talking to were not telling the truth yeah absolutely. right um uh, and not this, what they should hear they were telling them what they wanted yeah, to hear to hear yeah and i think that situation in my opinion has perpetuated even further in the worst in the negative uh, direction because of the cancel culture and the and the and the personal uh, the fear for personal and professional harm where you if you wear maga hat you'll be fired for example you know so people are not a lot a lot of people are not telling i'm not uh, i'm not suggesting by any means that i know what the outcome will be but i'm just questioning just like you are questioning that survey Absolutely. uh uh that that is not a very uh indicative of uh, what how the things are um like i always say i mean they can win or you know they can win uh, the democrats can win california and new york with 100% vote it doesn't matter it will boil down to pennsylvania michigan wisconsin mm-hmm. um and uh, some of the other battleground states mm-hmm. absolutely but i'll tell you yeah. this right I, 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 i'll tell you this sultans that the real the real debate right now is whether trump can even get to that margin of error which which or close ma- not margin of error margin which actually makes indian american a relevant voting block if trump does not get mm-hmm. to within 1% of biden in pennsylvania florida michigan and wisconsin the whole debate on the indian american vote is useless right yes. now what it seems like based on the polls he's struggling to get there now i mm-hmm. agree with what you're saying that the pollsters might not be i mean they are taking 2016 into account but are people actually telling how they are going to vote because a lot of statements that trump trump is making are quite frankly indefensible and insane right and a lot of people who are voting for him are not saying so publicly because mm-hmm. if if that does if that does happen you know they have to sort of um, uh, uh, say like they would have to defend okay why are we voting for trump and stuff because sometimes right. purely selfish reasons that it's a corporate who owns yeah. the business and he likes the low taxes against uh, in the trump era and he honestly uh, 
isn't affected by the other social issues which do affect millions and millions of people so um, mm-hmm. again i'm not uh, agreeing or disagreeing with that that's just my analysis of why people are refusing to say so i think that but the craziest part this election is that it, there is a chance that it might not be decided on election night and it might go on mm-hmm. for days because the if the mail in ballots the numbers that are coming through and if they take hours and hours to count or days and days to count that's just going to put america in a very precarious situation and mm-hmm. because you have two passionate sets of supporters who have had a very mm-hmm. violent year even though because of the pandemic over various issues and stuff and i just hope and pray that whatever mandate it is it is decisive and it's not so indecisive and stuff one thing that mm-hmm. might be an advantage for joe biden is the early voting seems to be in large numbers and history mm-hmm. has shown that whenever the voting percentage is heavy usually it has favored the democrats because of the number mm-hmm. of votes because the last time the maximum in the last six elections if i would to say the maximum votes that a republican got was last time donald trump with about 62 and a half million and the maximum votes mm-hmm. that a democrat got was 69 and a half million in uh, in the obama era in 2008 so if joe biden mm-hmm. were to get anywhere close to that or maybe even 2 3 million more than that then the lead is just too huge for trump to even mm-hmm. overcome in spite of the electoral college so that's my analysis what do you think uh first of all i don't think that anyone can match the number of obama uh, voting yeah. people were over excited people people who never vote for democrat did vote for obama mm. uh, there are a lot of people who voted so i don't think we can reach as an electorate uh, democrat will not get those those many votes mm-hmm. uh, it may still be more than what uh, you know popular vote that uh, president trump gets but it's not going to reach because obama was you know his his organization his uh, uh, level of uh, groundwork and get out the vote and mm-hmm. from all elements and his coalition that we call the he created was absolutely fantastic and people were genuinely excited about the change in leadership and the look and everything and so mm-hmm. i don't think uh, we can match that mm. um in my opinion but uh, like you said you know it it, it will uh, probably be end up being biden exactly that's that's what it seems yeah. like but before we end the podcast and again the election is by no means over october surprise mm-hmm. who knows what might happen in um yeah. we do recommendations non political uh, mm-hmm. uh could be poems could be movies could be shows for all our listeners so aftan so any recommendations that you have for our listeners this week for them to watch listen to here oh listen to can i talk about book absolutely absolutely okay so Please. because i'm reading this book right now uh by harsh arshan rajiv yes so i'm i'm uh, close to 100 pages so i have to read i'm reading some more mm-hmm. uh I'll, and and i have another book that i just received which uh-huh. is this one uh, from aditi banerjee yeah yes that's next on my list so absolutely uh, these are two of the books that i'm so uh, we just uh, for our, for our listeners on mind we just published a review by dr mukulasha yeah. of uh, yeah, his book uh, terrific yeah. book terrific review do we may have a discussion with arshan rajiv to going forward about this book and aditi's yeah. book too do read terrific recommendation yeah. Yeah. my recommendation yeah. is going to be a um, show that i watched so for fans of the west wing uh, aaron sorkin and tommy shlami created a reimagined uh, version of the west wing basically they reenacted a west wing in a theater and treated it as a play with the old star cast coming back they are 20 years older but the firepower is the same and it was of course mm-hmm. you know to encourage more people out to vote and stuff but to see martin sheen rob low richard schiff out yeah. it's an on hbo outstanding and aaron sorkin has come up with a uh, oh sorry actually i wouldn't i'll i'll watch the film later there's another show i would like to recommend called scam 1992 by hansel mehta it's on the uh, harshad mehta scam and oh okay i have to say one thing i have to give them credit for getting all the characters of the 90s pitch perfect 
like you include uh, the fictional guru chandraswami or george fernandes is an mp who's secretly helping sushita dalal they don't say it but there is only one mp from bihar who wears a certain be spectacles and was wearing his crumpled khaki shirt in the 90s mm-hmm. and raised mm-hmm. legitimate questions and stuff so mm. always spoke hindi yeah absolutely George. yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. अच्छा Mm-hmm. because he's not appreciated as much in hindi cinema and now this is going to be his leap frog and uh, abhi i feel bad for abhishek bachchan who's coming with a film where he also plays harshad mehta i don't think he can get that gujarati accent that mumbai uh, thing because he pratik gandhi happens to be from the same background and what they have done is they have cast a lot of gujarati theater actors in very pivotal roles because they so they don't they are not it's not people speaking in a fake accent it's actually people knowing how to get the mm-hmm. character and that's what makes the show so good so do watch it um, excellent excellent but, uh, i still after, remember harshad mehta i don't know if a lot of people uh, please talk a little bit about will, hmm. i i don't uh, i don't remember a lot i just remember uh, in india today or one of those magazines he was on the front page with yes, his yes. extravagant car with his lexus so that that is lexus. that there you go. That, that happens yeah. to be in the show as well because he got the first okay. lexus in india and i think it was india yeah just today or business standard either one of those yeah and with yeah, his suit and that. like hand yeah. put on his lexus <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Fascinating <laughs> character. Uh, yeah. Do read about him and stuff like that. But thank you so yeah. much, Avtans, for joining. This has been a truly yeah. terrific podcast. We hope to do many more with you going soon. Thank you, thank you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure and delight. Absolutely, and um, and for our uh, for our listeners, do like our Facebook page, do follow us on Twitter. We'll be back soon with many more and many more episodes with Avtans. Thank you so much. Thank you.